Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we're talking about the first episode of the third season, Misery Loves Company. Mary, what happened this week? Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's about how I feel about Brenda too. (laughs) Brenda pretends to be sad about not being able to see Dylan when in reality she's been pretending to hang out with Kelly and Donna but going to see Dylan anyway. Dylan is not a fan of all the sneaking around. It's extra weird because Jim is still Dylan's trustee and won't give the job to somebody else. Brandon bets his entire paycheck that Steve can't hold down a job for one week. Steve takes that bet. It goes very badly. Steve is not very good at work. No thanks to Brandon, who continually distracts and taunts him. Nat pulls Brandon aside and tells him Steve isn't working out. Brandon asks Nat to give Steve another chance, but Steve accidentally breaks a bunch of stuff and gets fired. Brandon meets Henry at the beach club to get his summer job back and learns Henry has been going through some hard times. While talking to Henry on the beach, Brandon catches Brenda hanging out with Dylan and gives her shit about it. He tells her that he's not going to tell on her, but he's not going to help her sneak around either. Brandon also finds out that Andrea has a job at the beach club this summer, supervising kids at a new kitty camp. He's not thrilled because he thinks it's going to be hard to flirt with other girls if she's around. Joke's on Brandon, though, because Andrea has a date with Jay Thurman, former editor of The Blaze and college boy who looks better in a denim jacket than he does. Cindy and Jim feel really bad about Brenda's pretend sadness. They try to surprise Brenda with the fact that they're members of the beach club now. Brenda is still pretending to be sad slash have plans with Kelly. Cindy is still on Team Dylan if that's what will make Brenda happy again. That is until she sees them making out in an outdoor shower at the beach club and Brenda lies to her about it. Cindy's furious, but Jim is somehow even more mad than she is. He and Brenda have a huge fight in front of 100% of the beach club patrons. (laughs) Brenda decides that she's going to move out without telling anyone and shows up at Dylan's house. When Cindy realizes Brenda isn't home and all her clothes are missing, she plans to call Dylan's. Jim says, no way, I'm going over there. He shows up at Dylan's and yells at Brenda until Dylan asks him to leave because it's his house and he can do that. Brenda spends a super awkward night at Dylan's. Donna's afraid to leave on her planned trip to Paris with Kelly because she thinks her parents will get divorced if she goes away. Later, David tells Kelly when he dropped Donna off at home that they caught Donna's parents about to do it in the living room. Also, apparently David drives now. Jackie interrupts the conversation to tell them that she's in labor. Oh my God, so many things happened in this episode. But like some of the things that happened were like two seconds long. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a lot happens when you explain it in a synopsis, mm-hmm. but not in the episode. No, it's ugh. okay. I feel like, I don't know, when I look at my notes, I feel like a lot happened, but like the first thing that happens is Steve has a dream that he failed all of his classes, and then he wakes up and he didn't fail all of his classes, and it's summer. Right. So is that, like, no, there's no point to it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think this is the first episode that we haven't started with the theme song before, a, like, a Ooh, normal theme. our first cold open? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> That's exciting. I yeah. didn't even... I didn't even notice that. Well, I noticed it because I was watching it on Hulu, and usually I get the theme song and then ads, so I've got, like, time to get situated. I can hit play, and then I'm, like, situating and all that stuff, but I didn't have any time, and I was like, oh, my God, pause, and then, (laughs) so, yeah. It's okay. You didn't actually need to write anything down. That's very true, although I did. I know. So did I. Yeah, I wrote that in my synopsis at first, and I was like, this didn't have anything to do with anything, so I just deleted it. (laughs) Yeah, like, truly, even... 
like everything that happens after that because then he goes to the peach pit and mm-hmm. Brandon gives him french fries, which it really bothers me that Brandon keeps giving everyone french fries on those little side plates and then handing them ketchup, but there's no room to put ketchup on the plate. That just bothers me. Can't say I've noticed I don't it. know why. <laughs> I bet he's a, he's a ketchup on top of the fries kind oh, of person. yeah. Because he does suck. Well, but I was even thinking, I was like, is he just, like, taking fries from the back and, like, putting them on a plate to give to his friends? Like, is he actually charging them for the fries? I doubt it. Because, like, not that I ever did this, but it would be really easy to just give people chips and salsa when I worked at Chili's and not charge them for it. It's like in Gilmore Girls. Here we go. (laughs) When Zach always gets free fries from from Lane at Luke's and calls them wink winkers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so these, these are brandon. yeah that's the same thing <laughs> these are brandon and steve's wink, wink winkers, winkers. <laughs> but yeah he's like he's telling brandon about this dream and then brandon's like but it was just a dream and then yeah he's like forgot about it we're seniors and he's and literally like, talking like that why is he doing like a fake new york accent no they're being so weird because yeah then steve is like seniors I like the sound of that. And then, yeah, they say a bunch of weird shit. And then the word babelicious. Yeah. And they're, like, and looking off in. into the distance. Yeah. And they're literally, like, look at it now. With seniors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, picturing that they're, like, looking off into the distance. But there's actually a table right behind them. And this family is just, like, what are they looking at? Like, literally, they're just, like, staring, like. Is there something? Me? <laughs> Honey, get, get the keys. We're get, we're leaving. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> Is there something on my face? Yeah. I just want No, my- I don't need a refill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but that scene doesn't matter either. Yeah. It's just telling us that it's summer. Yeah. Which, like, it was cute. It was fine. It's fine. But, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I really like the little, like, dream sequences. Mm-hmm. I feel like... That I just f- wish that one had a little more meaning to it. Like, I mean, maybe Steve was actually worried about something. Right. Like, maybe, yeah. Like, <laughs> like they had Mrs. Teasley come in to work. For that. For that. Yeah. It was pointless. Honestly, though, it doesn't really make sense that Steve would be nervous about becoming a senior. Like, he would be excited and mm-hmm. feel like a top dog, but whatever. I mean... Let's be honest. Steve is going to go to college because of money, not yes. because of grades. 100%. And we all know that, including Steve. Right. Steve knows that. Steve's been cheating on tests for three years. Steve's dad is on the board at USC or something. Yeah. So no, he's going to get a rowing scholarship. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, my gosh. Did you see? I just saw it the other day. Um, there, like, people found that girl's rowing resume. Oh, really? Yeah, whatever her name is. I forget her name. Yeah, I never remember it. Uh, Aunt Becky's daughter. Lori Laughlin? Yeah, yeah. They found the fake rowing resume for oh her daughter, God. and it is, like, so easily fact-checkable, and she oh. still got in. Because oh it's God. like, we placed fourth in this competition. I went to these prestigious camps at these universities, and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, Literally, all you would have to do is Google, like, the 2014 da-da-da regatta and see who came in fourth and who was on that boat, and you right. will know she didn't cox in it. Yeah, you just roster. Yeah. I was like, this is so wow. fact-checkable. So just one kind of related, unrelated thing about Lori Laughlin is she plays the mom in 90210 Reboot in 2008. Yes. Does she, she does. really? Yes. yes. Oh, my oh, God. Because right. she's, um, I don't remember, Andy? 
No. Annie's mom. Annie. Annie and yeah. Dixon's mom. Dixon. Oh, I loved him. Oh, yeah. is that the while. Brenda and Brandon? And, yes. Yeah. Okay. And so Michael's been watching The Wire recently. Okay. And Dixon <gasps> is in that was show. Was he a little baby? Yeah, he was young. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was cute. I was like, oh, my God, that's Dixon from 90210. <laughs> and he's like being a gangster on yeah. the street and stuff. And oh. I'm Do like, you, baby. <laughs> he, yeah, I can imagine him being like super cute old dude. He's so cute. All the kids. Michael B. Jordan was a little baby in The he Wire. He was. Oh, yeah. Michael I didn't even recognize him. I know. He's beautiful. He's so beautiful. Did you guys ever see that very, very short-lived show that also Lori Loughlin was in Summerland. Summerland. Yes. With yes, Jesse I did. McCartney. Yes, I did. <laughs> I loved it. I, when I was like 13, 14, I had a real thing for like the boys with the shaggy blonde oh, obviously. hair. Obviously. Who did it? I, that's very true. Yeah. So like that show was my jam. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved it so much. I was just obsessed with that haircut. Mm-hmm. Like that was like peak attractive to like 13 year old me i mean literally like hollister like built their brand around which, it which like it blows my mind how did they do it who figured know. it out who cut someone's hair like that and was just like we've cracked it we've cracked the preteens of america say crack again crack <laughs> But yeah, I don't know who did that, but whoever did is a freaking genius. Seriously. They should have patented that haircut. And pretty much then Bieber had like a bull cut version and then mm-hmm. no one wanted it anymore. <laughs> like he I think Bieber overdid it. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, too long. Yeah, it was like choppy and like a little bit of like highlights and stuff and on like, like Jesse McCartney and things. And oh, then yeah. Bieber had it and it was just like too soft. And, and it like flipped out at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like swoop, flip. But then too much in the back. Yeah, it was like too poofy. Like yeah. they were like add body to it. Right. And everybody else was just like, I mean, I kind of washed my hair once. Yeah. <laughs> Bieber ruined But none it. of the people in this show have that haircut. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah. So the next scene is Kelly and Donna coming over to Brenda's house. Yeah. And like just, you know, a little bit of backstory. Kelly's mom still hasn't had the baby. Mm-hmm. Brenda's been all moody since the last time we saw her. Mm-hmm. She's, like, barely talking to Jim and Cindy, and she's acting real depressy. And Kelly and Donna come over so that they can go buy bikinis. And Jim, like, just throws money at the problem. Yeah. He's like, please love me again. Credit card? <laughs> just don't buy everything in the store. Buy everything minus one in the store. <laughs> buy everything you want in yeah. the store. I just love that. Jim feels bad enough to actually give Brenda money. <laughs> well, it's so funny because, like, seriously, she did some dick stuff. And, like, I love every time they fuck up and, like, Jim will yell at them and then be like, I was too harsh. <laughs> I've made them feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, Yeah. No. They should feel bad. <laughs> they should feel really bad. I love every time. I think it was, like... In the last episode, I watched these back to back, but like in the last episode, Jim was like, I didn't raise you to be a liar. And John goes, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, she literally lied. Oh no, all the it time. was here. It's, did I raise you to be a liar? And John goes, yes, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> like this man has watched three episodes of the show and he's <laughs> he got Brenda's, Brenda's number. <laughs> yeah, this is where I got super distracted typing out a note and then I noticed the name under guest star and saw it was Peter Krause and I was like (gasps) where and then I remembered that he was in a couple of episodes but I didn't remember when 
Because I had seen, I was like looking at his credits one day or something. And I remember, but I didn't know it was now. Yeah, I was watching this and like, I was talking to Mary and I just texted her, Adam Braverman. And yep. she was like, what? <laughs> Who? Who that now? <laughs> I was like, Caitlin's going to be really excited. I, love I just him. know it. I love Peter Krause. I love Peter Krause. And this is like one of his first acting credits. I just pulled it mm-hmm. up. I think it's like the fifth thing he ever did. Yeah. Because he was in, uh, he was in, um, what you call it? Like that. He was in, like, a, a long string of, like, a couple episodes here and there. So he was in a Carol Burnett show yep. for, like, 30 episodes. And then he was in Blood Harvest as Boyfriend. <laughs> he was in Double Edge as Entrance Card. Entrance Guard. And then he was in 90210 yeah. for three episodes as Jay. Which, you know what? I'm for it. I like Jay. Let's give Andrea a hot boyfriend. Seriously, though. I'm for it. Let's do it. And he's, like qualified to be her boyfriend exactly like he is at northwestern and he was a former editor on the blaze he, was in the, he worked on a presidential campaign or like covered a presidential campaign he can wear the same exact outfit as brandon and look 100 percent better he's oh like God. at least six two. Oh, i can tell you exactly i still have his imdb page up hold on because <laughs> i think jason priest is like five nine five um now i have to know how tall he is <laughs> someone talk um <laughs> I saw this video recently that was really funny and it was um like a point of view video. It said five or five eleven girls getting out of bed and it's just like a person getting out of bed and then it said five eleven guys getting out of bed and they like get out and then the camera drops to the floor <laughs> and moves across it. <laughs> that is perfect. Okay. Peter Grauza is six one. Okay. Yeah, I haven't found Jason Priestley's height yet, but I know it's short. Uh, yeah, I I want to say he's like 5'9". Yeah. But I could five be just... Ten. Like, he's tiny grandpa. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's Abuelito. Abuelito. <laughs> All right, show more. 5'8". Oh, my God. Got it. He's, he's so short. He's so little. He's, he's little literally lately. three inches taller than I am. I mean, he's still a lot taller yeah, than me. Yeah, same. But, same. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Anyway, everyone's tall to me. I know, right? <laughs> Every time I see someone who's shorter, I'm just like, what is that? Like, yeah, something's who, wrong. Who are you? Um, but yeah, so in the actual episode, yeah, Kelly and Donna are taking Brenda to meet Dylan. And apparently it's all secret. Like, so Brenda was obviously sad, but now she's not sad because she's actually going to meet Dylan. Which, you know, kind of works into her whole I want to be an actress thing. That's true. This is just practice. Yeah, because they, I just love that they drop her off and like Kelly's like, oh my god, I can't believe you've just been sneaking around. And Donna is just like, ahem. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, lest we mention Jake, which I want to see more of that. No, that's, I'm telling you, like, we have to watch the first couple episodes of Melrose Place just to see that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and I think all of that's on CBS All Access, so that's another reason we got to get CBS. It's just one. Nate said the next time I get another streaming service, <laughs> one in, I have one to out. drop another. That's what John says to me all the time, and then I'm just like, okay. But he he says it about clothes. He's like, er. Oh yeah. Same. Well, he says it about like everything. everything. He's like, we have too many things in the house. Yes. Like, if we bring something new in, we have to take something out. Yes. And then I'm just like, okay. And then I bought two new shirts yesterday. <laughs> But John just got rid of a bag of clothes. So I'm like, so I'm good, right? Yeah. Like your clothes, when your clothes go out, that means I can buy more for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. No, right? Like it totally works. But yeah. But no, I think we should definitely watch a couple episodes of Melrose. And I think we should turn it into like a thing. 
Okay. Like this will be like our bonus episode, our bonus content. Our Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just start watching other shit and making you pay for it. Right. <laughs> um, Is that a good idea? Send us an email. <laughs> Can't get enough of us? 285 episodes just isn't going to be enough. <laughs> Let us know. But yeah, so the plan is to be back there at six o'clock sharp, which basically tells me that that's not going to happen. Like, the oh fact yeah, that there's even if a you time have to table, mention it, yeah, it's not happening. Exactly. Um, and then, but after Brenda leaves, Kelly and Donna are talking about going to Paris, and now Donna's all concerned, like that if she goes, she thinks her parents are gonna divorce um, while she's gone. But she thinks for some reason that they'll stay if she stays in America over the yeah, summer. Yeah, I don't know if she like just wants to start popping into rooms that they're in being mm-hmm. like just just wanted to remind you you have a child yeah stay hi, together I'm for here. me yeah just me i Only do me. always appreciate though how um how real kelly is like she doesn't like skirt around stuff she's not just like oh yeah donna you're probably right she's like no that's not how it works like i don't yeah think... i've been through this a couple of times like, yeah unfortunately. like just because you're around doesn't make their problems go away yeah so, i appreciate that no i appreciate it a lot and then, so then we jump to Brandon, mm-hmm. who is on, like, his last shift at the Peach Pit, and this year, like, he talks to Nat ahead of time, and Nat's like, I'm totally fine with you taking the summer off. Mm-hmm. Here's an envelope full of money. See you later. Yep. Um, and he goes into the back to look at his paycheck, which is really small, which I feel like shouldn't surprise him at all. He's yeah. had this job for two seasons. Exactly. And then Steve sees it and laughs at it. <laughs> it's funny, though, when he when uh, Brandon calls him spoiled and he's like, I'm not spoiled. I'm privileged. And I'm like, wait, is a white boy actually recognizing his privilege? Well, but then I started writing Steve spoiled and immediately like my hands spoiled just went, Yeah, I just went spoiled splut. <laughs> it was like a muscle memory. I was like, I just know it. Now he's a privileged slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and because he's like, oh, this is pizza money. He's yeah. Like, like, well, I mean, it is like a server paycheck. Yeah. Like, I think in California, you do get minimum wage now. I don't know what it was in the 90s, but mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah, all your money comes out of tips. Like, right. no one should be, Brandon should not be surprised about how much money is in his paycheck. But this is when he like bets Steve that Steve can't even hold a job for a week, and he pets the really tiny paycheck over it. Yeah, which now I'm curious, like, how much was really on that paycheck? Well, yeah, because, like, at the end of the episode, Steve throws down, like, 80 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. Like, he pulls out multiple 20s, I think. Mm -hmm. And I just love that Steve is like, I can totally keep a job. And then he turns right around and goes to Nat and is like, I heard you have an opening. (laughs) Yeah. Which, good on him for, like, recognizing the opportunity. Like, hey, I don't need to do all this work. There's a place right here that work I can work at. smarter, not harder. Exactly. That's why Steve is going to go to college on money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What made me laugh about this scene is Nat was like, I really don't need coverage for your, like, two hours a week, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, who's going to come? Or, like, I guess he was working, like, two-hour shifts or something like that. Which yeah. is so weird. It's yeah. so okay. stupid. Yeah. It's like, you, you could just not have him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, this is genius for Steve because he's, like, summer is going to be slow hours. They were already talking about how they have an opening because, you know, Brandon's technically gone. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be short shifts. Like, I can knock this out real easy, do, like, 15 to 20 hours of work and never have to do it again. Right. Exactly. No, it's brilliant. It's perfect. <laughs> I just love it. He, like, he walks out and he's, like, 
oh, you uh, need somebody? How about Monday? And Nat's like, how about now? And he's like, oh. Okay. I like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I know. Like, this is going to be so great. And then we get to Dylan and Brenda hanging out on the beach mm-hmm. and just talking about hating Jim together. Yep. And I didn't write anything down. Yeah, so really Dylan – for, this is when the first time he mentions that he hates the whole sneaking around thing and like this isn't fun. But he also says that he wants to talk to Jim about getting a new trustee because he effectively doesn't feel part of the family anymore. So he's like, I always thought he was doing that because he like m- wanted to make me feel part of the family. And now I feel like he's just doing it to control me. And I don't want him to control me or my money. Which like, I mean, honestly, after what happened in the finale, like I totally get it. Yeah. Like this they're struggling and like Dylan does not have good relationships with men in his life. Mm -hmm. So like, I totally get it. Well, and also it's like, after hearing what Dylan is saying, it's like, yeah, that does kind of feel right. Like that Jim offered to be the trustee only because Dylan was dating his daughter, Mm -hmm. not because he's trying to like do something good for this man who doesn't have, or this boy really, who doesn't have parents in his life. It felt more of a control thing than it felt like a parental or like a mentor type situation. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it feels like they can't really get the Jim and Dylan relationship right. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, every now and then he's like, oh, I want to talk to you about, like, your alcoholism. And I want to talk to you about, like, all these problems that you're having. And then other times he's just like, well, you can't be with Brenda because you're an alcoholic. Right. Or your dad's in jail and your mom's not around. Like, it's almost Your dad's in jail, so you're trash. Exactly. Like, he blames everything that his parents did wrong on him when he's like dude my parents haven't been around me for years like this is not new no it definitely feels like every now and then jim forgets that brand or jim forgets that dylan is a teenager because yeah Yeah. like literally he was like well your dad's a criminal so you're a bad kid and then like i don't remember how many episodes later he was like you should really have a relationship with your father Mm -hmm. yeah it's like what wasn't that at like christmas i think so i think so too Oh, yeah, because that's no, when Dylan th- It was before Christmas because that's when Dylan writes a letter to him. Right. But then that's why Dylan went at Christmas. Yeah. God, so much has happened. So much. So much has happened. But yet not that much. I know, because, like, <laughs> this whole conversation happens, and I, like, didn't notice any of it because then they go back to Henry, and he's like, yeah. Walsh, what did I tell you about interrupting me when I'm watching my stories? I said stories. I was like, it's a stories. Asshole Brandon, get out of here. <laughs> and Brandon's even like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, dude, I'm kidding. But also don't interrupt my stories. <laughs> I missed Henry so much. I, I missed Henry. Henry so much. But like, as soon as they start walking on the beach and Henry's like, let me tell you about all of the terrible things that have happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, God damn it. Yeah. I forgot they do this to Henry. Yeah. Because, like, last time we saw Henry, we find out that, like, he has a background and he, like, got called in for questioning because the the beach club got, you know, robbed. robbed. And then this year, there were, like, the the fires and rioting and, like, all that kind of stuff. And his entire life savings literally went up in smoke. Mm -hmm. And so he has to come back to work at the the beach club. Yeah. Ugh. Which, I mean, I hate, I obviously hate that that happened to him, but this doesn't seem like a horrible gig, you know, working at the no. beach club. It just is not his passion and not, it's an unfortunate circumstance to get there. Yeah. Well, and the thing, so they talk about how he works at the YMCA mm-hmm. normally and then would go to the beach club during the summer. And right. I, that kind of felt weird to me because like YMCAs have tons of summer camps. Like, yeah, you, you would still have jobs, like you would I still almost, have work to do in the summer. And then he talks about how 
Like, he took all of his life savings and bought this sporting goods store and all these terrible things happened to him. And I feel like if that doesn't come up again, I'm going to be a little upset. Mm -hmm. Because, like, why would you give him such a tragic backstory just to have him be the manager at the beach club again, which he was last year? Yeah. Right. Like, why couldn't he just be coming back Mm -hmm. and on his regular shit? Exactly. Like, they could just be – like, so – Brandon walks in and is, like, talking to him, and then Andrea comes in, and Brandon's like, why are you wearing that beach club shirt? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? And that whole conversation that he has with uh, Henry at that point, where Henry's like, do I need to be worried about, like, is she a girlfriend or, like, an ex-girlfriend or all that? Like, that they could have had on the beach beach. walking rather than all of the, there was a fire and I'm poor and... Or I they, have to work here. Or they legitimately could have just talk, been talking about the summer plans. Like, here's what we're expecting this year. We really want to, you know, get this program up and running or, like, whatever it is. They could mm-hmm. just literally be talking about the summer. Yeah. Like, I, I think it really just bothers me, and I'm beating a dead horse with this, is that every time we have a black character yeah. that's not Mrs. Teasley. There's tragedy. There's, like, drama. have we mentioned there's riots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, just kind of a shitty attempt at being topical yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like we're woke we haven't invented the word woke yet but we did it speaking of things i didn't make up henry says it goes like that sometimes i guess and i wrote down (laughs) that's the 90s version of it be like that sometimes (laughs) (laughs) don't always be like that but it do but it do yeah because then they're they're walking down the beach talking and Henry's like, isn't that your sister? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird. Which now you're like, oh, this is a freaking segue. Why wouldn't Henry have just been like, isn't that Dylan, who yeah. was a member here for years, versus Brenda, who's never been a member here, only sometimes shows up as a guest, <laughs> and I haven't seen her in a year. Or also, Brandon could have been the one to notice, like, oh my god, that's my sister Henry, I gotta go. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it was just a really weird segue, and he comes running up, and he was like... I thought you were shopping today. So, like, apparently she's been hiding this from everybody. Officer Brandon on the case. Of course. You don't ever learn, do you? Is no. what he says. And then Brenda's like, you're not my warden, Brandon, which is exactly, what, like, how he feels. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not going to be your accomplice either. What? I'm, I mean. You're she- her twin brother. Of course you're going to be an accomplice. Like, you're a horrible brother. Horrible brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But like, He's I mean, such a bad brother. I think it's really funny that, I mean, not funny. I think it's really interesting that like literally everyone is fed up with Brenda and Dylan sneaking around. True. Except for Brenda, it seems. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like you hear later in the episode, I think Andrea is the one that's like, did y'all think maybe she wanted to be caught? Mm-hmm. So like maybe even she's fed up with it. But like, I don't know. She feels like she has to do this. Well, it's the principle. Nobody yeah. deserves Andrea's brain. I know. <laughs> Hey, maybe Jay does. Is that the name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I hope so. Had a brain fart. He I'm, better be good to her. I'm so excited. I know. But yeah, it's, I just, I'm not on board with sneaking around either. I mean, I'm all on board for Dilda, but in the right way. But what I'm not on board with is just how horrible Brandon is of a brother to Brenda. He acts like an older brother when they're literally twins. Yeah, they're and, minutes apart. Exactly. And if this situation was reversed... He would be angry with Brenda if she acted this way and he would like tattle on her or like whatever. And it's just, it's a double standard and I hate it. No, it's really annoying to me that like they have very much 
gone in on the dichotomy of like Brandon is not doing things wrong. Wrong things are being done to him. Exactly. Because like every time he like covers for Brenda and they find out about it, they're like, like he gets in trouble and he's like, well, now I'm in trouble for something that you did. Mm-hmm. And, like, and he's like the victim now. Yeah. As if Brenda didn't get screamed at for cleaning up juice or whatever mm-hmm. from the floor and Brandon got a DUI and got brought home sweetly but that's yeah that's the thing like it was because he has a drinking problem so like it's It's not his fault it's yeah it's not his fault that something happened he's got a problem and he's dealing with it and like getting drugged wasn't his fault he got drugged but brenda got in trouble for leaving him Mm -hmm. like it's I hate it. I, d- so I hate it. Their, it just bothers me. Yeah, their family dynamic is problematic. It's yeah. just, it's all over the place and yet so obvious every single time. Well, and I feel like it, there's almost a, a similar dynamic with Jim and Cindy. Not a sibling relationship, obviously, because I feel like Cindy is the empathetic one and like really compassionate. And while she does not agree with some of the things that have been happening in Dylan and Brenda's relationship, she still wants to give Dylan the benefit of the doubt and like... She recognizes that he's a good person. He just has had horrible circumstances. Because even in the episode, like in in episodes previously, she's like, maybe we shouldn't be so hard on them. Maybe we, you know, let's talk to them. She even tries later in the episode to hide, like, the fact that she saw them together from Jim. Well, yeah, I mean, Jim just shuts her down. It's technically like, so the next scene... Real quick is when Donna doesn't want to go to Europe because she hates her passport picture. <laughs> Which and is I, so Donna. I love that they're sitting in the peach pit and like this is so clearly a scripted scene. She's like, yeah. I can't go. I can't go. Look at this passport that I had ready under the table. Mm-hmm. And then Steve comes over in his shirt, which is like a little low cut. <laughs> you can and see I his was, little chest hair. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> and then they give him shit for having a job. And I was yeah. like, that's really weird because Brandon works here and you get served by him all the time. Right. But then... Steve carries a tray, not like Brenda when she works there that one time, (laughs) and brings the wrong food to a table, and Brandon comes rushing in of like, we'll get this fixed for you. It's his first day. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here. You don't even work here right now. Yeah. But like, that just happens. Whatever. But then now we see Jim, and we see Jim and Dylan, and Jim's having weird business calls, and just like, oh my God, I have to, you know rub elbows with these people dylan you mm-hmm. totally get it with his eyes mm-hmm. and then he hangs up the phone and gives dylan his money and like it just got weird yeah it was a very awkward of a scene because like first of all the fact that jim was on a call while dylan was just sitting there felt like a power move it did it really did because yeah he's even talking about like how about i come up the hill yeah we'll go have a dinner da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. like it was it was weird. And then he's all like, well, I haven't mailed your check yet, but I guess since you're here, I'll just hand it to you. And it was very much like, I am the originator and I am the giver of this. Like, yeah, I am. In, you I don't am, have this. I am in power here. Mm-hmm. And like, even at, he's like, how is your schoolwork? And Dylan's like, don't condescend me, bitch. Yeah. And like Dylan even tries being like, I want somebody else taking care of my money. And mm-hmm. Jim is like, well, your mother put me in charge and put this trust in me and only me and you can't have anybody else and like it's very much a power dynamic and it's getting really weird because yeah this is him like kind of trying to act like a dad to Dylan but like a very authoritative father yeah and he just doesn't have 
the right given everything that's happened. Yeah, like they have not had a good conversation since Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very much been one of them yelling at the other back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then all of a sudden they're here and Jim is just like, so how was school? Yeah. Which also, school's over. Yeah, like, how are your grades? How did you not already know all these answers? Yeah, right. And also, I love how Dylan's like, well, if or when and if I go to college is none of your business or whatever. And I'm like, accurate. Like, yeah. 100% yes. That's none of Jim's business. Yeah, because, like, yeah, Jim's whole thing of, like, I'm going to, you know, help take care of you because you're dating Brenda. Mm-hmm. Technically, he does not know that they're still together That's and true. thinks that they're apart. And so, yeah. like... What is Dylan to him right now? Yeah, it's literally got to just be a transaction at this point. Yeah, Dylan does not feel comfortable in their house. Jim doesn't feel comfortable with him, at least around Brenda. We have no idea how he feels around Brandon. Right. But, I mean. He probably doesn't give a shit if Brandon and Dylan hang out. Right. Well, yeah, because if Brandon does anything wrong, they're just going to yell at Brenda. Yeah. Or Dylan. Well, and and also, I guess, like, he's not boning Brandon, which would be hilarious. (laughs) If he was. That's that, the fan fiction I'm going to write. <laughs> yeah, like the guys is like, oh, let's make this fake relationship with Dylan and Brenda so that Dylan and Brandon can be sneaking around behind everyone's back. What would even that be? It would start where... <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Do you remember when Dylan was in the surfing accident and got the concussion and like kind of cracked his ribs and yeah. that was supposed to be like... Where Brenda was like, I can't keep myself off of you, but we can't be together. Mm-hmm. Just flip it. Yeah. yeah. It's Brandon now. So in Alternate that, universe. In that whole thing, Dylan and Brandon were sharing a room. That's what I mean. This is where it happens. So it would only be natural. I'm just saying. Yeah. So like Dylan is never wearing a shirt because that was really important to the scene, obviously. Also his ribs hurt. So yeah, yeah, so he can't do it, which means he also has trouble doing anything. So like showering, I was gonna say that's where like Brandon (laughs) is expected to help take care of him. And then he's like, oh man, it just really hurts to like lift my arms up to wash my hair. Can you help me, bro? And then all of a sudden they're taking showers together and Brandon is running his hands through Dylan's hair. And Charles Boyle does say the most intimate thing you can do (laughs) is wash your lover's hair. I have to go home and write this. <laughs> oh my God. No, seriously. Like, seriously. The episode of the Star Wars podcast where they all just wrote really short little fan fictions and then read really short fan fictions they found online. I feel like I want to steal that idea. <laughs> I want it so bad. Because, like, I want to write about Stondria. Okay. You've got. Yeah. I'll, I'll tackle Dilden. the slash fic. Yeah. Dilden. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what I would do. It, I would have to write about Kelly because she's my favorite character. But I don't know what I would write about. Maybe Kelly and Jake? Yes. I mean, yeah, we got to watch Melrose and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, because we don't know what happens. So maybe Kelly and Jake. If it ends badly, you can make it end good. Yeah, exactly. You can make it end the way you want. You, yeah, we can give Kelly a, a healthy sexual relationship with somebody. Yeah, and we can make Jake not have a monotone voice. Because <laughs> he but like blah 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 he said expressively <laughs> yeah. yeah i gotta figure out how to write that but you know it feels very did you put your name in the governor fire <laughs> he said calmly he said calmly <laughs> so good so okay guys we got it i'm so ready <laughs> okay but like 
this is to like circle back to what we were talking about however long ago about the Jim and Cindy thing. Yes. This is where it gets really fucking weird. Yes. Because they're like getting ready for bed and Jim says he wanted to charge Dylan with kidnapping. With literal kidnapping. And I wrote Cindy's that just down. like the fuck? Exactly. He was like, he could have shared a cell with his father. And Cindy was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, she's just like, calm your tits. Yes. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, I do understand it because this is like sometimes how male and female dynamics are. The man is usually the more like assertive and thinks my way or the highway kind of thing, which yeah, is and stupid. It's, it's a very stereotypical like sitcom family kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Like where the woman stays quiet and the man handles everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I... We've seen Cindy be the advice giver. We've seen her be the good mother. We've seen her be um, taking charge of her own life and the 17-year itch. Like, we've seen all of these things. So I'm just very surprised that she's not able to make her voice heard more, And especially in that scene, when it's, like, so over the top. I can understand it when it's, like, they're trying to figure out what to do. They're not really sure. But this comment by Jim was just so far. It's well, like, dude what are you even like are you serious you want to put him in jail well and that's the th- like his his take on this situation is we should have had dylan charged with kidnapping yeah her take on the situation is brenda has been really depressed maybe we should just let them date exactly like what because he's not bad for her like mm. the thing is like yeah the more i watch this i'm like i don't think dylan's bad for her i think brenda's just crazy like, I kind of hate to say that, but, like, she's a lot. I think she is. Yeah, she's definitely she's a, a lot. lot. But also, it's, like, it's very clear. Like, I think as an audience, like, this is the exact reaction we should be ha- having. Because clearly, Jim and Cindy don't see these scenes between Brenda and Dylan that we see. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, my God, this is such a healthy relationship. They love each other so much. They're not doing all these ups and downs. Like, they're letting them be happy. Jim and Cindy don't see that. They only see when Brenda shows up late for curfew or when Dylan, um, you know, sleeps at the beach club or whatever and and doesn't have a home, like all this kind of stuff. They only see what they want to see, not what is actually happening. Yeah, which like I do find it really interesting that, you know, they're not talking about these things. Yeah. Because Brenda has no problem reminding them that they're not having sex. Exactly. That's the other thing. I'm like... What is Jim worried about? Like, what is he so afraid of? I think, yeah, that's the, like, he always talks about how he's so worried about his kids, like, growing up and getting hurt and all this kind of stuff. Because that was his whole thing about Brandon getting a car again after the DUI. Yeah. Of, like, I'm so scared about you driving again. And, Mm -hmm. like, I know what happened last time. And Brandon reminds him, like, I've been going to meetings. Like, I don't drink anymore. I'm not going to drink. Like, you have to know that about me. Yes. And then... He trusts him. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, Brenda's breaking curfew, but, like, she just fell asleep at his house. Like, you know they're not having sex. You know, like, she doesn't really drink. She doesn't do drugs. Like, Dylan has fallen off the wagon a couple of times, but, like, I think... He goes to AA. I think... even see him go to AA. And I think that's the thing is, like, we have seen him fall off a couple of times, and that's where it gets, like... It's hard to trust somebody when you keep seeing them fail over and over again. But, like, he hasn't seen all of it. Mm -mm. And he hasn't seen the good times. Like, he hasn't seen the good things and the, like... But (sighs) he also, like, he has to know that Brenda's going to take care of herself. Like, I feel like he just has to. Because, I mean, she's done stupid stuff. Like, when Dylan showed up drunk at their house and she kicked him out and sent him home because Mm -hmm. he was drunk. Which, like... 
maybe you should just let him sleep on the couch and then deal with it tomorrow. But, like, she wasn't just like, oh, let's drink more. Like, right. Yeah. She has taken care of herself. She has a better moral compass than Brandon does. Yeah. I don't know. It's. And they try to make it seem like Brandon's moral compass is, like, the strongest. Yeah. He's a golden boy. Yeah. But, like, this is, yeah, a very. The obvious scene of like Jim being a hothead and Cindy trying to be the like their moral compass. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah, it's it's absolutely Jim is Brandon, Cindy is Brenda. Mm-hmm. We get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I think it's the next day. Yeah, it's the next yeah, it's the next morning. Um well I think that's the technically the next scene is when we see that Andre is working at the beach club. Which but we already talked about that. Yeah. I just and it's fine. I love that he goes, Henry, why didn't you tell me you hired Andrea Zuckerman? And I'm like, Because it's none of your business. <laughs> yeah. Who are also, you? Like, do you know that they're friends? Like, would Henry have known? I guess yeah. She, she used him as a reference. reference. But yeah. I also love that he didn't check her references. Like he was like, yeah. Oh, well, she put your name, so must be good. <laughs> right? Brandon, that's a guy I can trust. <laughs> Brandon Walsh. Henry. Good guy, or what is? What does he say? I'm uh, just regular a regular guy, guy from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Henry remembers the uh, Ross Wiener Blatt. Da 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 da. Oh my God! Organ you should have kept that in it? mind. Chamber music. Yeah. So I just remember <laughs> poker, poker, and chamber music. Midnight <laughs> poker. <laughs> I'm just proud I got Ross Wiener Blatt. Okay. <laughs> That's the main part. That's true. We all know. But, like, seriously, I went Ross Wienerblatt and then blanked out and came back in at, like, Steve's fake mustache. <laughs> Casino night. That's not authorized. Yep. But, yeah, like, that happened. And then the beach club got robbed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it ended up not being related, but it still happened. And yeah. then you got questioned. Like, mm-hmm. do you not remember that? Right. So I don't understand why just putting Brandon down as a reference is like, obviously, she's good. I think Henry probably just didn't really care and just wanted to hire somebody and she probably had a good enough resume or whatever on her own. I mean, he's not wrong. Andrea's going to crush it. Oh, yeah. But like, I just love that people, like Brandon does bad things and then they're just like, delete. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to forget that ever happened. Exactly. Don't worry about it. But then the the next morning... Is when at the Walsh house, Jim says something that really grossed me out. She didn't even try to pump me? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it too. You. It was so bad. I literally wrote, don't ever say that, Jim. Like, <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> what does I mean, it mean, Basil? She didn't even try to pump me for information. No, but like, I don't even oh. like you repeating it. <laughs> Yeah, because he comes up to her bedroom and he's like, I have a surprise. And she's like, no. Yeah, I don't I don't want to do that. I'm whatever she says. Going to hang out with Kelly all day. Yeah. And then he comes downstairs and Cindy's like, is she super excited? And he's like, no, the the girl that would always try to and- pump me didn't. <laughs> oh, so gross. And I love that they're just like packing up a box of stuff mm-hmm. to take to their new cabana. Which, that's so on brand for Cindy. I know. She's like, well, I got to make sure we have everything. Yep. I also really love that, like, they got there and ordered a bottle of champagne. champagne and, and Brandon they, delivered it. I know. And they just, like, turn around, like, hey. surprise. 
I love that Harvey or Harvey. God, <laughs> my brain is just stuck in Stardew Valley. Sorry, Henry. Um, just is in on all of these little uh-huh. surprises I that know. are just ruining oh, Brandon. Brandon's day. <laughs> I know, like, because maybe secretly he does remember the. Rock He's like, I'm black. gonna ruin your life. Uh, I really hope that's his motivation. I want that. So good. No, I just love everything. Like the beginning of this episode, Brandon is just like babes and then he even is standing at one point and he's like i will take one of those one of those Ew, two of those yeah. i was like that is disgusting and so you need to gr- stop and it. then two of those like no none of them would ever want you especially ever. if they hear you talking about them like this mm-hmm. brandon God. women are not objects exactly. you cannot just walk down an aisle and be like i would like a blonde and a brunette and a pink bikini Ugh. stop it no you know what you deserve to have your summer ruined mm-hmm. but he yeah. is going to set up another cabana i just love also, the Jim and Cindy have joined the beach club when, like, last year they were like, we are beyond too poor to handle this. Yeah. What happened to them not, like... It's so weird because it feels like they didn't give, or, like, so they gave Jim that promotion at the beginning of season two. Right. And yeah. then he was like, JK, don't want it. Don't want to live back in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to stay in Beverly Hills. And it feels like... Because he's been dressing differently for work ever since then with, like, fancier shirts and suspenders and stuff. Mm. It feels like he's still got a job, Mm -hmm. but he just doesn't have to do it from Minnesota. Minnesota. Man, what must it be like to be a middle-aged white man where you just turn something down and they're like, well, you just keep the money. Yeah, or like, that's okay. You don't have to move. You can do it here. Like, yeah, well, we did fire all those guys, so I guess we could at least increase your salary. Yeah, we'll just give them, give the, their salaries that we let go of to you. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Oh, also one other comment. Cindy is wearing giant shorts. I know. <laughs> it's They're so Their big. outfits, like, I could not stop staring at their shorts because hers are huge. <laughs> huge. And then like... Jim has the hairiest legs. <laughs> They're so hairy. Jim is hairy all over, and it's gross. Every time, like I, I try not to say anything, but like every time I see all that body hair, it's just so weird to me because like that's a lot of body hair, Mm-mm. and like I, it's just so dark. It's yeah. Like, I and he's very pale, so I think you just notice it more. Whereas maybe if he was tan and it wasn't so dark it may not be a problem or as much of a problem well, but yeah i mean like, like I, i'm married to a man that does not shave his legs like john well, yeah. has hair on his legs but like he's got lighter brown hair he doesn't yeah. have that dark brown hair right well and also like hairy legs i don't care about that like every most men have hairy legs it's the hair that's like like where it normally is it's almost isn't. pants <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing, Jim, what are you doing? It's summertime. Stop wearing your fleece bottoms. <laughs> He's wearing leggings under his shorts so he yeah. can, keep, can keep warm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so Brandon is setting up some of their um, family's cabana and notices Dylan's car. And, and now he's like freaking out, which this is like when he's actually being a decent brother. He's like, oh, wait, my parents are here. So he runs to try to find them and finds Kelly um, and tells Kelly like, Hey, my parents are here. Uh, we can, do you know? Have you seen Brenda and Dylan? And then she doesn't really help because she doesn't know where they are. But it's too late because um, Cindy sees Dylan and Brenda. I love that Jim is in the cabana, being like, 
oh, well, you know, the, the ones that are beachfront are so much more expensive, but I really like these because you have such a better view. Or maybe she's saying that. Someone is talking about the view, and then gem. she looks down and sees them, like, going hard in the outdoor shower, and she's like, oh. Uh. they were so cute, though. They were so cute. Brenda's but, like, bathing suit was amazing. I, know. <laughs> I want it. I was like, girl, you do not need a bikini. Look at this. Yeah. You're so cute. That's so true. Um, but yeah, and then Cindy's like, fuck, this is not going to go well, and I don't feel like dealing with this. Yep. So let's go inside. Let's get out of the sun. We don't want to burn. Yeah. Skin cancer is real, And that's Jim. what I mean. Like, Cindy's actually trying to, yes, not deal with the issue, but I think she's probably like, crap, they're seeing each other. I can't let Jim see and overreact. Yeah. And I that's like- exactly what she's like. I don't want to do this here. Yeah. Like that, but also I feel like Cindy just really wants to talk to Brenda about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the like mom and daughter. She, like, yeah, let's figure out the game plan. Let's not your do dad's this here. Freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's why I love Cindy. And then yeah, Jim sees it and he's like, "This is what you're trying to hide from me, wasn't it?" And yeah. then like right after that, Brandon finally finds her mm-hmm. and is like, "Mom and Dad got Cabana Thirty Three. They're probably gonna see you guys if you don't." stop what you're doing and dylan's like i'm gonna go up there right now i'll talk to him like i'm not afraid of this yeah. i wanted to tell him anyway and brenda won't let him and she goes up and like does a very bad job of hiding what's going on real quick though dylan looked so good in the scene like his like little straps of his tank top showing off his muscles and then his hair like all ruffled i was like oh mama <laughs> he's beautiful he's so pretty he's so gosh Love affair for him. Mm. I know, right? He's the most attractive. He's so... Like, I'm so glad they kept him on after however many episodes he was supposed to be yeah. on. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so good. The well, show wouldn't be It would not be good ne- without like, him. I don't think we would have made it to season three. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> True. Because, like, I would have stayed on for Steve, but I think I need Steve and Dylan to yeah. counteract Brandon. True. And, like, now I'm starting to really not like Brenda. Like, this scene, this episode is kind of getting to me. Hmm. I mean, the last couple episodes and then this one, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she goes upstairs and Jim calls her out on it and is like, did I raise you to be a liar? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. you did. You really did. She's did very not much a liar. did not raise to be a liar. Um, and then, like, she goes running out and he goes running after her and they're just screaming at each yeah. other in the beach club and like you can just imagine brandon and cindy being like oh my god we we can't come back yeah like no Ugh. yeah this wasn't great um i didn't even write what they said cause... i didn't either because i just wrote that they were making a scene yeah. and then because brenda somehow gets home i don't i guess dylan dropped her off i don't remember maybe kelly who knows yeah but jim and cindy don't leave at the same time mm-hmm. and then we just like go over to the peach pit yeah because I got completely distracted because Andrea is like, what time do you go to work, Brandon? Seven. Oh, well, I don't have to be there until 8.30, but can you drive from Beverly Hills to Van Nuys to pick me up and then take me to the beach before seven and then also take me home afterwards and then I'll just sit at the beach club for 90 minutes before my shift? And he's like, yeah, sure. What? (laughs) Sure, Beat's taking the bus. Yeah. I mean... I also, yeah, when she got the job, I was like, how are you going to get here every day? <laughs> Is this worth it? Get a job in Van Nuys. True. 
But I don't know. Yeah, they kind of like skirt around her whole situation. They, yeah, they just keep forgetting that she lives Wait, somewhere else. Isn't she living with Grandma Rose now? I don't think so because in the last episode, she was talking about how her mom had her wedding invitation in her purse that whole time. So, like, if that went to her parents' house, like, mm. she has to be there because Kelly would have known that she yeah. would have been at her grandma's house. Oh, right. True. So she's got to be back in Van Nuys. Hmm. Makes sense. I don't know. Andrea. Anyway. Just but. Andrea, just tell us. This is where Peter Krause comes in. Adam Braverman. He's so cute. Which, like, I really choose to think that, like, Jay is a nickname for Adam Braverman and that he's actually Adam Braverman and oh, that this all happens in the same so universe cute. because I went down a Braverman hole to like remind <gasps> myself everything that happens oh. because he and oh my god what's his wife's name Monica Potter's character yeah Christina thank you he and Christina they meet in college right mm-hmm. they like get married in grad school or mm-hmm. like they get pregnant in grad school or something like that so like this is his first year of college mm-hmm. where he thinks he wants to go into whatever Journalism he's doing. Yeah. Whatever. And, you know, he's like going back to Beverly Hills and like having a whole thing with Andrea there. And then he goes back to school and realizes that journalism isn't his thing. So he goes into business management and he meets Christina. And then he realizes that this is the woman that he wants to oh be gosh. with and have his family. And then he goes home and is Adam Braverman. <sighs> I would love it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work at all. It doesn't. But it's just what I put in my head. Because that also means that um, Sarah and Crosby and, uh, crap, Julia are also somewhere in this universe because they lived in California. So mm-hmm. at least the location makes sense. So How, I wonder Crosby. How many of them were actors, back, like, working at this point? Because um, well, we, know we know Dax wasn't. We know that, um, uh, name in real life, Julia, um, um, Erica Christensen, yeah. was a younger actress, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, how old she was. Because she was in Swim Fan, right? Yeah, but that was in the, 90, like, 2000. Late, early 2000, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if she was acting before that. But she was, I think, the youngest out of all of them. Oh, this is not the right Erica Christensen. Wait, what is happening here? Mm. Well, so I pulled up her uh, IMDb page. Mm-hmm. I must have spelled it wrong because it's... She's a K. Well, yeah. Whoever this is has her picture. Oh. But only has one thing hmm. in her filmography. And that's not her. No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't understand what just happened in my life, but there she is. Same person. I wonder who's using her face. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. Okay, so Erica Christensen, 1997, was her first thing. Okay. So, so wouldn't it totally later. fit. Mm-hmm. We know Dax wasn't until... Uh, 2000... Mostly punked, three. I think was his, like, kickoff. Yeah. What is... Uh, Joel- LG? Oh, uh, Yeah. What did she? She she has to have been she was, at least close. Well, yeah, because she got Gilmore Girls in two thousand. So, um, how do all my children nineteen eighty four? Okay, okay, yeah. So they were all That's acting. Close. Yeah, they're pretty much all acting except Dax. I'm like desperately looking to see if she was somehow in this universe. <gasps> she wasn't. 
If only. If only. That would um, make my life. But yeah, I mean, he shows up. We get his backstory about how he's at Northwestern. He, you know, covered a presidential campaign. And Andre is just like, CNN. yeah, Andre's just like, he interned at like, CNN. Literal hard eyes. Like, I know. She, she loves this guy. And then they leave to go on their date. To see Batman Returns. And my quote of the week, which I'm going to go ahead and reveal it. Kelly says, give my regards to Catwoman. She is the feminist hero in the 90s that we never knew existed. I love her so much. No, it's so funny how sometimes the show is like super progressive. Yeah. And sometimes it's just it's not. It's like, let's give the black man a bad history of riots and looting. Yeah. What? <laughs> but we'll make Kelly a feminist. We'll do it. And technically Donna too. True. Yeah. Donna is That's very true. sex forward. She's and I love very, her. very, very sex forward. I love that. I love her so much. But then, yeah, we skip back to... Casa Walsh and Brenda has somehow found time to clean out all of her, <laughs> her stuff. Her entire room and leave. Yeah. And so she's left and she's, they're like, well, where's she gone? Obviously Dylan's. Mm-hmm. And Cindy's like, well, I'm going to call her. And then Jim's like, no. Yeah. I'm going there. Yeah. One thing that I loved about that scene is that Cindy is like sitting at the foot of Brenda's bed just stroking Mr. Mr. Pony. I know. I wrote that down. <laughs> it is cute. Yeah. Because then we go. Like, we're jumping all around yeah. to, like, wrap everyone up because they – I guess they forgot about everybody because we go back to the peach pit mm-hmm. and Steve is like, I'm going to quit my job. This is terrible. Uh, Nat wants to fire him. And Brandon's like, well, just give him another chance. And then he's like, Steve, go get eggs. Mm-hmm. And then Steve knocks over – Everything. The kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Literally everything. It's so long. The crash never stops. I know. I'm like, eggs breaking don't sound like that. Like, he must have knocked over the whole cooler. He, yeah. yeah, he, like, took the eggs out of the cooler and then just chucked them. Or, like, took one egg carton out, put it on a shelf, and it somehow brought the whole shelf down or yeah. something with, like, it, pots and pans on it. It was like, clink, 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 It sounded like he knocked, like, all of the dishes from yes. storage over a three-compartment sink and just clutter, 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 exactly. clutter. Yeah. No, it was... He broke everything. It was a lot. And that's when he gets fired. Yep. Um... okay i wrote something that went on two lines and all i saw was cindy are upset (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute cindy are upset oh she is she are (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but yeah like uh, i'm trying to remember the order of things because this i think next is where jim goes to dylan's house right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like dylan is literally physically in between the two of them and it's like yeah. i'm not just gonna let you like cause all these problems in mm-hmm. my house and brenda's like no i'm not coming home with you and Dylan's like what are you gonna do go in there and drag her yeah. like that's not gonna happen yeah and then what did jim say because like i thought i remember thinking what he said was a little weird like it, it it's like he said something like we're not there yet or or like no I, I, honestly, i'm not gonna do it like i don't, I don't know, know what it was but i was just like wait huh? i was I was getting real over the end of this episode because I'm yeah, literally like bullet points. Because like we go back to the peach pit, Steve got fired, throws money on the table mm-hmm. for Brandon, and then he's just like, I'm just going to go back to the beach. Yeah. This is fine. Nothing matters. Returning back to the status quo. Yeah. We're best friends again. Everything's yeah. fine. Which is cool. Whatever. And then David comes home and goes into Kelly's room and says that he and Donna walked in on her parents going at it, so I guess they're not getting divorced again. And I was like, that's, that's not, not what how that, that works. <laughs> I feel like you two should know that's, that's not, not how, how that works. works. <laughs> and but then 
Jackie comes in, is so calm. It's like, hey, guys, don't want to bother you. But my water broke. But I'm fine. I'm walking around. There's no pain. We're good. And then David's like, I don't think we can get a plumber at this hour. <laughs> Kelly's like, David, shut the fuck up. We got to go to the hospital. Mom, let's go. I love Move. it. I love it. Kelly's trying to handle it. And she's like, we have to, David, David, go get the car. I have to go find your suitcase. Where is your suitcase? Are you okay? Everything's yeah. fine. And Jackie's just like, yes. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm having a baby. I've, I've <laughs> done this before. I had one once and I'm having it again. What do you what do you need to know? And Kelly is just like, there's no time to get dressed. We have to go. <laughs> yeah. I do love that, though, because like you normally see when people's water breaks in their in TV shows are like and like every like splash and like everybody's freaking out. And Jackie just like just happened. And uh, you guys want to get some food? <laughs> it makes me think of in the office where Jim and Pam keep using her thingy. She's going into labor to get out of stuff. Yeah. And she puts the water bottle between her legs. legs. So it can just splash. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like Jackie is so calm. They're like, yeah. where is Mel? And she's like, he's in traffic. Yep. I've already called him. It's all good. And they're just like, but where is he? <laughs> Where's your go bag? We got to go now. And she's just like, no, my contractions are like 10 minutes apart. Yeah, like it literally Calm just down. broke. You don't realize what happens. See, when you have a baby, she goes through the entire like gestational process. <laughs> oh, okay. That was a contraction. And anyway. what happens? <laughs> but yes, they're like freaking out and they go, it's time for baby. And then we go back to Casa Walsh and this is where Brandon gets home and he's like, where's Brenda? And they're just like, where do you think Brandon? Yeah. She's not here. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. holding Mr. Pony. Like things are happening, Brandon. But then they ask Brandon's advice. For advice. I was like, this is really inappropriate. I mean, they're literally asking it, like, their brother what to do about their daughter. Yeah. Brandon, what do you do when your daughter runs away <laughs> from home? You had experience with this. And then he's like touching stuff on like picking up her stuff and just like well parents yeah here's what you do i mean but to be fair he actually makes a good point when he's like you know like the fact that jim's problems with dylan probably don't have anything to do with dylan no he's totally right but i think it's just so funny that like they give all of this to brandon like why would cindy not say that exactly because dylan has known from the very beginning like i'm giving this kid the benefit of the doubt because this is not his fault yeah cindy why are you clamming up now this is your time to shine she's, she's just very stressed out right now so stressed out i understand but then then we wrap up going to dylan's house yes. and he's like brenda aren't you coming to bed and she's like well i can't go to bed because i'm gonna be lying next to you and every time i close my eyes i'm just gonna see my parents and then he's like okay well i'll sleep on the couch i'm like you lived in this house with your mother there are yeah, two beds that's true i don't know Semantics. it just bothered me i was like I don't understand. Well, and I feel bad for Dylan because you can tell he clearly hates the situation but has no idea what to do. That's the thing. Like, Brenda is making everyone's lives hard. Like, yeah. Dylan has been literally physically stuck in the middle. Mm -hmm. Same with Cindy. Mm -hmm. And, like, Jim and Cindy don't know what to do. They can't, like, literally their only option is to go to the house and physically drag her home, which is not going to go over well. And then, like, Brandon, Kelly, and Donna have all had to lie for her, Mm -hmm. which, you know, none of them are going to like. Like, yeah. Brenda is making everyone's lives harder. And she doesn't yeah. even like what she's doing. She feels yeah, so she's not guilty. Even, yeah, she's not even happy about any of this. So, like, it just... It's like the ends aren't justifying the means at this point. Yeah, it's just... This is what made me not like Brenda in this episode. Like, I think this is a good episode, and I actually gave it a pretty good rating. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't 
like what Brenda's doing. Because, yeah, at some point when they're at the peach pit, that's when Andrea was like, well, did, do y'all think maybe she just wanted to get caught? Which I think she did because yeah. she doesn't like what she's doing. Yeah. But she feels trapped. Yeah. yeah. Like, Brenda has constantly said that she doesn't like lying. So, and, like, she's avoiding lying by just not telling anyone anything. Yeah, it's like the omission. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just leaving things out. And, yeah. So, she, like kind of like that kind of like keeps her conscience mm-hmm. clean at least in her opinion but she it's not she's feeling really guilty she feels yeah. really guilty and yeah she just doesn't have a good enough relationship with her parents to just have this conversation right now and like it's just it's all backfire. and that's kind of why i'm like i totally understand not having a good enough relationship to talk to jim about it because he's just gonna blow up but at any point during this whole thing why has she just not pulled cindy aside and been like mom you know how I feel about Dylan. You know he's not bad for me. Like, can we just talk about this? Like, because remember, like, the whole birth control thing and the whole pregnancy thing? She talked to Cindy about it, and it was, like, a good conversation. Well, not yeah. a comfortable one. Like, not a, you know, it's still awkward, but, like, it looked like they had a good mother-daughter relationship. So why? I just don't get why she hasn't thought, let me talk to my mother about this, because I know she's always been in my corner when it comes to Dylan. Yeah, I mean, they put a lot of effort in the first season to rehab their relationship. Yeah, exactly. And then it, like, I don't know, it feels like they're ignoring it. Like, well, they're trying, but they're just, mm-hmm. like, Cindy is trying to help. Mm-hmm. And it's just, no one's doing anything. Yeah. And now I kind of feel like this is the beginning of the end of Dilda. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway. Also, like, this is how the episode ends? It yeah. just ends. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, because, like, I literally paused it right before the last scene and, mm-hmm. like, went to the bathroom or whatever and came back and, like, got back ready, ready to write some more notes. <laughs> and then, the and then and it was, like, two seconds. And yeah. I was like, what? I could have <laughs> waited. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a weird – it felt like another, like, cliffhanger episode yeah. without it being blatant enough to be a cliffhanger. And I don't know. I'm kind of getting the feeling that they're turn they're going to turn the summer into, like, kind of like a mini – season uh-huh. of something like this is what's gonna happen here we're just yeah. gonna like run it all together which right. like i'm kind of cool with yeah like I'd, I'd rather that than every single episode getting wrapped up with a nice little bow that's true so i don't know um so yeah would you would you grade it so i gave it a b minus okay for beach club batman forever and brenda being sneaky that's a lot of bees you know i tried to come up with all bees but some things don't start with a b i also gave it a b minus hmm. And totally unrelated to that grade or anything in the episode, I'd be for Braverman. Oh, yes. Because good old Peter Krause. I just love, love Parenthood. Oh, Parenthood's the best. We it's should do such that show. A- <laughs> <laughs> We're stockpile shows. Sorry, guys. We are going to be like in our 80s and be like, and next week, <laughs> we'll be talking about our new show. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> Mary? Degrassi. <laughs> Mary still has the same voice. Yeah, yeah we're all old and decrepit. And she's like, this week on Degrassi. <laughs> Let me tell you what Ellie did. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, yeah, but that is the episode for the week. Yeah. The, kicking off season three. Did you have a line of the week this week? Yeah, yeah. it was the uh, Catwoman. Okay. It was when um, uh, Andrea and Jay say they're going to go see Batman or Batman Returns and oh dang and my greatest at Batman forever I'm an idiot <gasps> all 
All right, B minus for Beach Club, Batman Returns, and Brenda being sneaky. It's but cool. Yeah, I didn't catch it. My, I just did right now. Um, but my quote was, give my regards to Catwoman. Oh, and Kelly. And before we end the episode, I have the trailer. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> Wednesday. It's the summer before their senior year. Say anything you like? Yeah, I'll take uh, two of those. One of those. Some will have the time of their lives. I cannot wait to get on that plane to Paris. Others will have their lives changed forever. I don't want you seeing Brenda. You may think you can control your daughter. You can't control me. It's the summer of 92 on 90210. Season premiere on an all-new day and time. 8, 7 central. Wednesday on Fox. That graphic, the 92 that turned into 90210. I know. But why did they put in that scene with Brandon? <laughs> Some will have the time of their lives. Brandon becomes a sexist. Ew. And you know who we didn't see? Steve. Ugh. Mm. So everybody else. No Steve. He's the forgotten, privileged I, one. I've never forgotten you, Steve. <laughs> Wear more crop tops this summer, please. Oh my yeah. God. It is crop top scene. season. <laughs> Get get those little nips. Ew. Nippy boy. Nippy boy. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, what's next week? Next week we have season three, episode two, the twins, the trustee, and the very big trip. See, I feel like they're gonna try and put too much in this season. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Especially if Kelly goes to Paris, which we know Kelly goes to Paris. Like, let's be Do honest. Do we know that Kelly goes to Paris? Yeah, I looked at some of the episode titles up ahead and it's like two episode titles. I don't think Kelly goes to Paris. Somebody does. I think I know. All right. I'm not gonna say it. All right. Oh but I yeah, think I, I guess know. Kelly wouldn't go to Paris because there's a baby now. I don't know. Someone's going to Paris. Yep. And like so we're gonna have two different shows running at the same basically, time basically yeah we're splitting the party so, so. <laughs> never split the party i know um so yeah i guess we'll talk about that next week and i'll find out who's going to paris yep probably hopefully hopefully we assume paris is coming so God, i wish it was paris geller can oh. you imagine okay one of us needs to write paris geller means andrea zuckerman andrea zuckerman is the newspaper editor at, like, the New York Times, and Paris Geller is her intern. That would be, like, too much big brains. Like, <laughs> I, I wrote 75 pages. It's one scene long. I don't think I have the vocabulary right? <laughs> to write for both of them. I would never do it justice. I would have the, th- the, the thesaurus. <laughs> no, you should write it. I'll just add it to the list of projects I want to work on. Perfect. Oh, my God. I'm so but excited. But first, I'm going to do that Brandon Dillon one shot in the shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I'm so excited. Oh, boy. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> tell us your fan fiction ideas for Dylan and Brandon or Brandon and Steve. Just do all the guys. And <laughs> if you've read any good ones, please send them our way. Please let us yeah. know. You can email us at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on social media. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at backtopodcast. And you can also leave us reviews and ratings on iTunes. Five stars, please. Uh, because those help us get seen. They, you know, kind of give us an idea of how we're doing. You know, maybe it's people that aren't our husbands. Not that my husband <laughs> yeah, listens. Yeah, our family members. Only Michael. Also, we just really love hearing from you, and mm-hmm. we will shout you out at the end of the episode. And, yeah, so do it. Thanks. Yeah, and tell your friends. Let's get some more listeners. And uh, give us your thoughts and comments. And 
ideas and any of that good stuff. But um, yeah. So we'll see you next week. See and until then, week. from all of us at Back to You Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.